It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Wow, this is it. The last episode of The Diva Story. I started back in April, working on this story, that is. So it took me almost a year to complete it. A year of working days and nights, And I am so happy to stand here today and present the final episode. Thank you for your support. You know this podcast is 100% listener-supported. That means I could not have done this without you. And I will not be able to do the next story without you. If you enjoyed The Diva Story and its 44 episodes, I think it's about 14 or 15 hours of audio in total, Please support the podcast. Go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support and send what you can. Every small contribution helps. Thank you so much. And, oh, wait, one last thing. The new story will start on April 17th. Yep, that's right. Mark it in your calendar. I need about six weeks to prepare And then on April 17th, a whole new story starts. All right, let's go. Hannah and Millie, the floor is yours. One last time. Honey? Yes? It's time. Oh, almost done. Honey, we're recording. Okay, I'm coming. Just a few more seconds. She'll be here. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 44. I'm so... So sorry, the girl stuttered. Millie sipped her coffee and smiled. Take your time, Carol, she said, feeling amused. She watched the young reporter, who was frantically trying to find a list of questions in her leather shoulder bag. Millie spotted a few beads of sweat on her forehead. I really did put them in here somewhere, 
Carol said as she pulled several crumpled pieces of paper from her bag. Millie covered her mouth to hide her grin. Carol had a short, feisty haircut and a tiny silver earring in her left ear. Millie suddenly noticed the rainbow-colored bracelet on her wrist. Ah, so her gaydar had been spot on. It had gone off the second Millie had seen Carol waiting for her in the glamorous hotel bar. In hindsight, Millie should have picked a different location for this interview. The reporter looked horribly out of place in her jeans and sneakers. Millie was going to a recital at the Met after this appointment and looked the part. She was wearing a long gown with her shoulders bare and her hair pinned up. The lobby bar was fancy. Millie was fancier. The contrast with Carol couldn't be bigger. Poor girl, Millie thought. She should probably give the young woman a break. She was partly responsible for this awkward situation, after all. Plus, she had to get out of here as soon as possible, or she'd be late for tonight's concert. Why don't you just ask what interests you most? Don't bother with the list, she suggested gently. Carol looked up in alarm. Millie saw her eyes drift downwards, then snap back up, even wider than before. I am so sorry, Miss North. My co-worker arranged this interview, and he fell sick. Millie moved to the edge of her seat. Now, see, that's a great place to start, she said and smiled conspiratorially. It is? Yes. I got my latest role because, unfortunately, the singer hired for the job was unable to travel because of an illness. Carol tilted her head. Really? So you came on board last second? Millie pursed her lips. Not last second, but pretty late, yes. I had to rush over and start rehearsals in Boston immediately. It was an immense opportunity, and I jumped at the chance. How were you able to do that? Did you study the part at record speed? Millie smoothed out a crease in her gown. No, thankfully not. As an opera singer, you always have a selection of operas you know very well. I would not have auditioned for this role if I had not studied it before, she said. Carol nodded. Millie saw her glance down at the recorder on the table between them. I hope she remembered to press record, Millie thought. The production of La Clemenza di Tito in Boston was praised to high heaven by the critics. 
so much so it made mainstream news nationally. Not exactly a daily occurrence for an opera production these days, Carol said and smiled somewhat apologetically. How do you look back on it now that you've returned to New York City? Millie was pleasantly surprised. It might have been a last-minute assignment for the reporter. She still clearly had prepared for it. Oh, I am so proud of what we achieved. I had a feeling this production would be special from the start. I think the whole cast and crew felt like that in a way. It was an inspiring cooperation, and it brought out the best in all of us. Your performance in particular was praised, Miss North. You were the surprise talent, so to speak. Was this the breakthrough you had always hoped for? Millie narrowed her eyes. No, it was more like... She hesitated. What I always worked for. Not hoped for. Carol's cheeks took on a new shade of crimson red. Of course, of course. She jotted down something on one of the messy papers she was holding. How does that feel? Carol asked, quickly recomposing herself. How does what feel? Finally accomplishing what you've worked for all those years. Millie crossed her legs. The question should have been easy to answer, really. But she didn't know what to say for a second. Carol tried a different approach. Do you feel like it changed you? Millie shook her head slowly, a smile forming on her lips. No, I think I actually changed before it happened. Like, I changed, and that made it possible for everything to fall into place. How so? This interview was quickly becoming more personal than she'd expected, Millie thought. She took in a deep breath. I had to let go of things. I had to let certain things happen. Like what? Can you give me an example? Carol asked. Millie shifted in her seat. She felt a bit annoyed about this follow-up question. But Carol was right to ask for something less vague. I had to open up, she said, and put her hands on her knees. Professionally and personally. Carol raised her pen in the air. I can imagine a job like yours dominates your whole life. How do you combine a career in opera with a personal life? Millie looked down at her bright red fingernails. Oh, um, I guess you need a partner who understands the sacrifices you have to make. You need to talk things through together a lot, she explained hesitantly. 
Then she realized Carol had not exactly asked about her love life. Shit, she should have talked about her hobbies. Is your partner in the same industry? Does that help? Millie smiled nervously. She sure had set herself up for this like an expert. Now what do I say? She wondered. Then she thought, fuck it. She'd give this girl a bit of a surprise. Not really. She runs her own retail business, Millie said with a bright smile. Carol's eyes widened. Um, so, Carol scratched her head, apparently trying to decide what to ask next. Millie readjusted her gown and leaned back. She was having fun now. That's unusual, Carol finally croaked. I didn't know you were openly... Queer? A lesbian? In a relationship with a woman? Millie chirped. Carol nodded. All of it. It's not really out there yet, Millie admitted. It will be soon, I'm sure. Can I write about this? Carol asked, with a new sparkle in her eyes. Yes, I wouldn't have told you if you couldn't. Carol's smile slowly grew wider and wider. Millie could see her mind was racing. But Carol... Wouldn't an interview with the both of us be more interesting? Carol gasped. <gasps> yes, of course. That would be amazing. How about we focus on my career in this first interview? We'll set up a separate appointment. And I'll bring Hannah to talk about our relationship. Hannah? Yes, my girlfriend, Millie beamed. Oh, of course. Carol seemed to hesitate, chewing on the tip of her pen. Do we have a deal? When would I be allowed to do the other interview? Soon, but you can't publish any of this until my new role in a production by The Met next season is announced in a couple of weeks. Carol's eyes widened again. Whoa, you will be in a production at the Met? That's huge. Millie folded her hands in her lap and tilted her head. Do we have a deal? Okay, yes. Right, then how about you ask me about what's next in my career, huh? Millie said and winked. Hannah's fingers entwined with Millie's. 
Hey. Hey. Millie leaned in to kiss Hannah as the car drove off. Hannah's arm slipped around her waist, pulling her closer. The kiss quickly got out of hand. Millie pushed Hannah back into the soft leather of the back seat playfully. Don't mess up my makeup, she said. Again. Hannah grinned. Okay, okay, not this time. Millie pushed a strand of Hannah's copper hair behind her ear. You look fantastic, she said. Hannah wiggled her eyebrows. You're not too shabby yourself. Millie laughed. Thanks. I think the reporter I just talked to agreed with you. Hannah sat up, raising her fists theatrically. What guy do I have to beat up? Millie chuckled again. It was a girl. No, I should say woman. She was just so shy and... Millie shook her head in amusement. It was cute. Hannah huffed. Hey, hey, I can still ask the driver to turn around and go tell that girl. Millie tugged at the lapel of Hannah's blazer. Come here, you goof. They kissed again. Millie ran her hand up Hannah's leg seductively. You know I only want you, she whispered. Hannah stroked the sensitive skin of Millie's neck playfully. Hmm, you better. Millie placed a soft kiss on the tip of Hannah's nose and shifted in her seat so she could put her head on Hannah's shoulder. She squeezed Hannah's knee, best to behave for now. I liked where your hand was before, Hannah teased. Millie smiled. In a few hours, you can have my hands wherever you want them. Oh, promises. First, we have to spend the evening with your mother, Millie pointed out. Oh, right. Shit. Millie rolled her eyes. You'll be fine. Hannah traced a vein on Millie's hand with the tip of her finger. I know, I know. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Me too. Your mother is amazing. She can be. I hope that Cole isn't at the recital tonight. For his own sake. Millie snorted. Who knows? He has been avoiding me at the Met. The little weasel. Hannah chuckled. There's no avoiding my mother when she's after you. I can imagine. But really, she should just forget about it. I'm not afraid of him anymore. I told that reporter we would do an interview together. Hannah looked for Millie's gaze. Really? That's sooner than expected? Yes, I was a bit impulsive, I guess. But I'm happy about it. I want to get this over with. Hannah shrugged. Okay, 
But just this one, right? You know I hate interviews. Millie cupped Hannah's cheek. Just this one. Hannah leaned into the touch. Okay. She suddenly sat up straight. Oh, she still hasn't admitted to me she doesn't want to go back to Brussels, by the way. Millie chuckled. (laughs) Who, your mother? Really? Maybe I can get her to admit it tonight. Hannah snorted. Doubt it. Millie pinched her knee. Do not underestimate me. Hey, ow, that hurts. Hannah laughed. Millie chewed on her lower lip. Has she spoken to Christine? No, but I think she will. She's been asking about her more often. Millie nodded. Do you think she'll buy a new place here if she doesn't go back to Brussels? No, I have a feeling she likes having a small apartment. It was Millie's time to huff. (laughs) That apartment is not small. Mine is. Hannah relented. Okay, okay, yours is even smaller. I don't get how you get all those gowns tucked away in that closet. Huh, it is getting a bit cramped, Millie said as she rubbed her thumb over the palm of Hannah's hand. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day. I have a spare bedroom with the walk-in closet, you know. You could keep some things there. That way, you don't always have to go back to Harlem. And you'll have your own space when you stay over. Millie raised her eyebrows. Charles would hate that, she joked. Hannah thought for a second. Yeah. Put your shoes someplace he can't pee in them. (laughs) Millie giggled and rested her head on Hannah's shoulder again. Her heart was fluttering in her chest. I'd like that, she said. Keeping some stuff at your place, I mean. Hannah kissed the top of Millie's head tenderly. Great. They sat in comfortable silence for a while. The traffic around them was busy and loud, but Millie felt so calm and relaxed, she might as well have been napping on the beach. I think we should go on a vacation, she said, thinking out loud. Hannah nuzzled her hair. Hmm, I like the sound of this. Someplace warm, with the beach, sounding even better. Or go on one of those lesbian cruises. Ha, no way. Millie chuckled. Why not? We can make out and no one would notice. Honey, everyone would notice you. Hannah tucked an escaped strand of hair back behind Millie's ear. Millie wiggled. You choose, then. Really? Can I? Yes. Surprise me. Oh, I will. Can't wait, Hannah said and kissed Millie's bare shoulder. Just tell me what to pack. That sexy lingerie set you wore the other day. Millie rolled her eyes again. 
Hannah laughed and wrapped her arm around Millie, pulling her close. Millie let out a deep, contented sigh. I love this. Love what? This. Us. You. She placed a soft kiss on Hannah's cheek. Hannah met her gaze and smiled. I love you too, little diva. The End This was part 44 of The Diva Story. A special thank you to the fellow romantics. Thank you so much for all your comments, your support, your stories. They truly, really, honestly brighten my days. And I look forward to seeing you on the community in the coming weeks. So thank you. And, of course, last but definitely not least... A special thank you to Muriel. Zonder u zou dit echt voor geen meter werken. Dank u. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>